1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Around the NFL Podcast.
0: Bunchies!
1: <laughs> ha! Ah.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to Around the NFL. Dan Hanses, Mark Sessler, Greg Rosenthal... Ah, boys, I am so excited. It's a special show. It is an annual rite of passage when we break down Greg Rosenthal's top 101 free agents. We have reached the promised land, Mr. Sessler.
1: I mean, when you're kicking the show off with you know Matt Money screaming butt cheeks, I everything that I could hope is to that a, is that
3: a reference to something that I don't doesn't matter. I, just, I think it a, is. It
1: is now. It's, it's a trenchant <laughs> reference. We all have them, and we all can relate. And uh, that's I'm good. I don't know what else to accomplish. You're know, not
3: going to top that.
2: I was going to say, in, in a world where it's you know so divisive, and there's always always one side versus the other, like there's nothing more inclusive than butt cheeks. Right.
1: Anyway.
3: <laughs> The top
1: free agents.
3: Greg, uh, hoping this would have taken a no,
1: sober, I, instructive tone. Was, he's, he's right up. I road, was so. thinking
3: of responses to that. I, I think you could actually play it the other way, but it's just that's let's uh, not. Getting, yeah, let's, let's
2: try not. to move on because we have a guest here. Uh, he is a man. He's a life journeyman, is what he is. Uh, and you could catch him on the Athletic Football Show, and he is a guest on this show multiple times now, which means we <laughs> like him. Oh man, he is. His dad put a pencil behind the ear. Right now, somewhere, the pencil is
4: behind the ear. This is Nate Tice. Wow. Look at that. Oh, my God. I got an 80s, like, you know, like, soft rock I on. Mean, like, he, this is Miami Vice He's game. more yeah. like than just the son of Don't the do guy that. with the pencil Greg, behind his Don't ear. Don't do that
3: this because, because I didn't Davis. say he
2: was just that. I just added that his father is a former
4: NFL head coach, famous for the pencil behind the ear. Uh, yep. And then at one time, Jimmy Johnson gave him a gigantic pencil Like on a pregame show, and he still has it. It's still in his office, and I think it's about six feet tall, just a gigantic number three pencil. Nate, how the hell are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm really... Very nice to meet you guys in person. It is. It, it, it was great. I know. Uh, I thought we were about the same height, and I stepped on no. the stage. And no. You,
1: <laughs> I could stand on Greg's shoulders, and you'd be slightly, <laughs> little, maybe an inch taller. You've enough.
4: been on both sides of this combine I have. game. I have. Uh, you know, does this bring back, like, horror memories or it, war memories? Where yeah, you at? A little bit of war memories. The, uh, walking by the bench press is interesting because it's like every year I come here, it feels like it's a bigger stage for that. Like, it, it feels like every year. I, I mean, that's the NFL in general, right? It's just Becoming the the sport, the global sport that it is, all the zero time. Yeah, exactly. The fact that we're doing workouts in prime time like—is <laughs> is still <laughs> hilarious to me. Like it's just—I guess that's what people want to watch. They want to watch those
3: forties, right? That you were saying, yeah, you had to show up at five a.m. to get the first spot. Yep. at the. As a it's. scout. But were you even the one sitting there, or you were getting the spot for other people? Getting the spot, and I got kicked to the row behind. Mm-hmm. That, that's how it was, yes. Uh, so I was a second And
4: then you had to get to the angle, so when they walked up the steps... That you got you got the most exposure to these guys before they weighed in. I, I, I wish I was. I mean, if that you're late, most that people matter? went to bed at two a.m. So you yes. got about two and a half hours. It was of good. Sleep a lot there. of five hour energy. It all was right. before I drink coffee, so a lot of five hour energy. It was a couple of Red Bulls back in the day, but uh, no, much more, much more recharged this time around. And
2: this is how important the Greg Rosenthal Top One Hundred One Free Agents <laughs> list is. We put all combine talk aside right now and focus in on the start of a new league year when all of these players are. A bulk of them will be available on the open market. We're going to go through the list. uh, Issues we have with Greg's rankings uh, where we agree, disagree. We, we We asked Nate, do not hold back on Greg. I guess. I know you have a burgeoning relationship, but you need to go hard <laughs> at Greg, and mean? he can burgeoning. take it. Burgeoning. Greg doesn't feel pain. Blossom. He's not a typical human in some ways. Yeah, you can't true. hurt him, so come hard.
3: Well, if anything, I respond more and when and want that criticism, yeah. want that heat uh, coming at me. It, it makes me feel more alive. Yeah. And it makes you
2: think, right? It makes you think, yeah. do I have these players right? Because you, you had told us, even in, since this article went up on NFL.com, You've gotten some comments from people like, "Hey, this is good." You you, you banged
3: yourself on this, and you're already doubting. I want to do a 2.0. It's not a doubting, but there's a deadline. It's like I had to get to Big Bear for some sledding right before. Uh-oh. I'm up late the night before, and yes, I've gotten a lot of feedback. And there's some players that they point out certain things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of, or maybe I overrated or underrated. And it's like, yeah, I would like to, I would like to fix it. Yes, I would like to move Uchenna Nuosu up. So if you're out there listening. <laughs> Move on up.
1: Seems easier to critique than actually do, but uh, I understand.
3: I, you a little
2: blurb ahead of the, when you get into yeah. it on the article. I do like you have some wording about players come off the list if they're re-signed or franchise tagged. You also have... Uh, players released before the negotiating window opens will be considered for the top 101 and
3: added as warranted. It's like we're reading a, <laughs> a mean, contract <laughs> drawn up by lawyers. Well, you, you know enough to know I did not write that. I, <laughs> I did not. But yeah, like if Bobby Wagner gets cut next week, Amari yeah. Cooper might get cut. I mean, Amari Cooper would be moving into the top 10. Oh, wow.
2: Let's get into it. Let's maybe, talk about the top maybe, 10. Yeah. And yes, we, right Greg, I know we talked about we're going to have some tears and. and, and And Nate, you jump in wherever you you want as well. But just uh, let's start with the top 10. You have number one. Obviously, no argument here and almost certainly will not reach the open market. Devontae Adams. Well, unless Aaron Rodgers, if you ever make a decision, Aaron, we can kind of figure out what's going on with everybody else. But you have Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, J.C. Jackson, cornerback of the Patriots, Teron Armstead, Orlando Brown, one through five. So you have two offensive linemen, a cornerback, and two wide receivers. Did you struggle at all with the order there, or was that pretty locked and loaded?
3: Armstead, no, I struggled with it. Armstead gets... (laughs) I have a hard time with him. I think he's going to be number one on the list when free agency starts because I think Adams, Godwin, and Jackson will be uh, accounted for with tags or maybe a long-term deal. Probably not. Armstead's weird because he's maybe one of the best tackles, or he's definitely one of the best tackles of the last 10 years. He's almost borderline like Hall of Fame consideration for the career he's had so far. But he's missed almost 50 games in his career in five of the last nine seasons. He's missed at least six games. And I think the saints just with the situation that they've had, we're getting a little tired of him not being available, but people that know, even though he was playing through an injury last year, it's like, he's still one of the best three or five guys. And he's 31 years old and tackles tend to age so well lately that I'm sure he's going to get like a hundred million dollars or whatever (laughs) it is. He's going to make an outrageous amount of money. So I, felt weird putting him below like a jc jackson who i love and, I and got him but i did
4: no and arm said too that, that you're exactly right i think whoever signs him though even how good he's gonna be they're gonna be like
3: you just disappointed
4: because you, you, he's gonna miss a game or two and then or you're, like, not you
3: hope for the best and the maybe best. he won't
4: and and no but you're dead you're dead on that he's if he plays, he's a top five tackle. If not, if, and those guys do not come on the market like Trent Williams coming on the market, it was a whole different animal because sure. he sat out a whole freaking year. Like these guys just never see this. Like you never get uh, the bidding frenzy. That then
1: leaves the get. Saints
3: with another massive hole to fill. I mean, they're, I don't love <laughs> right. That situation. right, and I could be wrong. Maybe they'll figure out. But it sounds like he's also a guy who they all talk about. It. It's like Walter Payton Man of the Year type of guy, yep. very active, a leader like Sean Payton couldn't have spoken enough of him. So he's gonna get. Crazy Rich.
2: Who's going to get the bag, as the kids say. Let's, yes. let's
3: start when we look at the
2: rest of the top ten because I want to hit uh, our first category, boom or bust uh, players, because I have two in the back end of your top ten here that I want to talk about because you have Von Miller at seven, and we know Von Miller played his ass off down the stretch for the Rams and got another Super Bowl ring as a result. Uh, and then you have Chandler Jones at number nine. These are two players, Von Miller at 33, Chandler Jones at 32 uh that are no longer young men in football terms but in the right scenario they could really juice your team at a vital area at pass rush i get it but you could see how it can go the wrong way also
3: yeah yeah especially jones like he's been up and down i would say the last couple of years i struggle with this exercise of like how much do you value getting one maybe great year versus three or four like good enough years because mostly if you get to free agency you're not a top player you're not a pro bowl player you're very good and very good guys making like superstar money like let's say you know Gasicki gets out there like i don't even think he will i like him a lot but those are the types of level of players like right below pro bowler whereas you might get von miller if he can play like that for one more season to me that's like worth so much that I'm putting him up there,
4: and you think that athleticism will age well. You know, like with Von Miller, like because he's so like when you're a point zero zero one percent athlete, it's like okay, then you become a one percent athlete. Okay, we're that's still pretty good, but it's it's one of those where you're you're paying for the first two years of it. Because you're going to have to overpay. You're going to have to give him a four-year deal or something like that. Sort that, That's what I think will happen with him. Or he, just,
3: he likes winning. Maybe he'll just go to a team where he could just be a, a nice cushion. I think he made more him. in the playoffs than any other, <laughs> other person. Oh, him absolutely. And Jesse, yeah. well, not that Jesse Bates was probably leaving, but they both made a ton of money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Jesse Bates is here at number 10. Mark, do you have a boomer bus guy that jumped out to you?
1: Uh, in the top 10, I would I would look at Chandler Jones, too. I definitely start to have some boomer busts as we creep but, into yeah, the Yeah, why don't you throw it out there? The one that stands out to me, because I could see him getting paid really well, is Allen Robinson by a wide receiver needy team. But, you know, Greg, we talked about this, too. I think there's just clear questions about how the Chicago Bears era ended. Um, and also, just in general, that he's never, you know, historically, obviously been with a laundry list of— uh, total question marks at cornerback for most of his in career. So we've never seen him paired with a superstar offense. And, and who would he
3: be if he went to, say, the Browns or the Chiefs or something like that? So if you were, you were were you in pro personnel departments or yeah. just college? Both. 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 Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the pro personnel He's department. He's a live journeyman. I like journeyman. And, and yeah. Alan Robinson is coming available. And let's say you agree with my take, which is <laughs> he did not look Good no, last year. He did, not. he did not look like the same player going into last year. I would have said this is a borderline top ten wide receiver, one of the most underrated receivers yep. in the league. And it wasn't just that he was on the Bears last year. Like he, he didn't care.
4: Is it, it, that what you think it is? Oh, absolutely. And so
3: okay, if you're in that spot, then what do you? How do you evaluate that? We get him, and he'll care here.
4: And that, that's what you're hoping. Like you said with the Chiefs. Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll care very quickly. When I a sudden he's got Mahomes whizzing a ball at him. But then if he goes to the Browns, like just using the two examples. Does he get frustrated there? And it's like, and, and hmm. you're paying for a receiver that openly got frustrated on the field. I get it; it was a rough situation. But there, there's a classic line they say: "Tape is your resume. Like film is your resume. That that was that's what you did on your last job. Like they're not going to like call and give you a reference now because mm, of, because
3: of what you did. But but also the tape is your resume. In that he was in terrible situations with poorly oh. run organizations for six years before that, and put in a. Terrific representative era uh, <laughs> effort, and he was so sick of being in Chicago specifically, I think, oh, by yeah. the end of uh, his time there that I actually, the way you just put it right now, I actually would move him up the list a couple spots because I think you're going to get I, a good effort for a couple of years, I think and he's a
2: great player. I think it's very important he goes to a, a winning team. I, I kind of see him as an Odell guy in that level. Yeah. Mm. And he would be coming off such a bad year. He probably depressed his value a little bit. Is only if I, 29. If I can get him on like a two-year deal or something, oh, yeah. um, I would absolutely take a shot on. I have him under my guys I like. You have him at 14 on this list, Greg, for that reason. But yes, obviously you squint and you wonder about the effort and whether that carries. Don't go to the Lions or something like that yeah. because you'll get lost. He moved,
3: he moved down during my process because initially it's like, oh, it's Allen Robinson. Yeah, exactly. You rank him six. And then I thought you thought about it more, but I don't think you'll get him cheap because there's not that many good receivers available at yeah. all, and he's only 29 in the productions he's had. I think he's, he. that's the thing about not trying. Like, it works. It worked <laughs> for James Harden. Like, he's still going to get his monster contact. I don't think Alan Robinson's number is going to be very depressed. I mean, that's me to on this episode, so I'm, telling, <laughs> so I'm showing you the way. At one X Factor with Alan Robinson, we had him
1: on our show uh, during, you know, the oh, yeah. deep, deep pockets of corona, terrible Wi-Fi. Uh, oh. Totally disorganized. But he was a nice guy. I, he was nice. Well, he was very nice, but disorganized. Mark's just, right,
2: you know, though. I think that you have to factor in his Wi-Fi on our appearance during the.
1: He's a multimillionaire yeah. in, a, in a giant house. You got to get that. The, what about the, to what about shot. his so, they,
4: the, se- yeah. the second time I ever do you guys show that you uh, you made sure to hint. You're like, yeah, we, uh, we only bring guests back that you know have good Wi-Fi. <laughs> like the... It must have been right after that because well, you're you made, back. So I'm back. back. Good, well, in person, Stan
3: loves to bring up to guests that there are many guests that are in the hit it and quit it club. One oh, yeah. and done. So he's <laughs> yeah. very much in the we're gonna throw you in the fire, put extra pressure on you. Very much like a, a Belichickian type of <laughs> Yeah, I do.
2: it's it's like him pulling over Adam Vinatieri and saying if you miss this kick That you're was Parcell's, gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Parcell's your ass is
4: gone. <laughs> walk in front of that right, extra right as you line it up, walk
2: right in front of him. That's a exactly Is there a like. how about for you, Nate a guy? in the category either guys i love or a boomer bus guy that worries you but also could work out yeah uh,
4: and this is perfect they're right near each other at 13 and 15 and that's kaseki and uh agba Manuel agba both miami dolphins i'm a big fan of Manuel agba and it's one of those where I, I i didn't actively watch a lot of the dolphins it was more like i'm watching another team and then the dolphins are also playing on that film and agba would just always flash and i think it's one of those where if you're talking about Yes, you're going to pay through the nose, maybe for a Chandler Jones for a couple of years or a Von Miller for a couple of years. This is a guy that you're getting more in his straight prime. He's 28 when the season starts. Get him through to 32, and I think this is a guy that, like, in more of a primary role. It's so funny when these guys get paid, all of a sudden people notice. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. Rodney Hudson got paid by the Raiders, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's a good center. Hendrickson. Like, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Hendrickson, Hendrickson Hendrickson's another example, and I think that's the same thing with him is that once he, you know, he has that prime when someone pays him, everyone's gonna go, Oh yeah, he's a good player and that's like the national recognition. He, he's up. been
3: incredible. If he if I it's really weird how the NFL is the same as like other industries and in that like if he had more pop to begin with like drafted as a first-round pick or played on a team like the Cowboys yep. or something like he would be a step but because he's sort of bounced around it's almost like well what do these other teams not know that we don't know and he and it doesn't matter like he's been better than those guys I might have him too low
4: okay and then the other one was <laughs> Um and I it's more of like he, he's like a, a fine receiver I know he's a tight end but that's what he is and so like what he brings to the table because he is so dynamic in the red zone so dynamic as just like a ball winning type but then he doesn't block like I, I, I I'm still waiting for him to block and but he's you, not
3: a block he, he's a slot receiver
4: exactly so it's what you have to be in a situation that can handle that if you're paying him you go we have no other tight ends to run and this is our guy like you're handicapping yourself in a different sense like in a personnel right. sense. he
3: wouldn't be on the 49ers or the Rams, just because right. they don't have tight ends that don't block. That, and but don't, then, is he going to be on Mike McDaniel's Dolphins team? It's a good question because I mean, the he, ta-
1: he talked him up a little bit today. The okay.
3: franchise tag is so low for tight ends that I kind of assume he's getting the Jimmy, franchise. Jimmy right. Gra- Jimmy Graham was right when he <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's let's stick
2: with tight ends then, because a the guy that I like, but again, it needs to be the right fit. He also needs to continue to want to play professional footballs. Gronk, you have him at thirty two. All right, he's not the all-encompassing tight end of an evaluator's dreams anymore at, at, at this age, but still, obviously, a red zone uh, monster can still move. Uh, you know, he maybe struggles to stay healthy, but still, somebody that can help the right
4: team. Nate, you're in on that, or yeah, out? I, I totally agree. He's he can still block. Like it, it's fascinating to watch him like be like a glorified tackle at times. Like that's then that's how well he we can block what's when he runs now, it used to always be like, he was the kid that hit puberty early. Like when people would try to tackle him in a little league and it's like everyone (laughs) jumping on him, trying to tackle him. Now he looks more human, but still like he throws guys off him, but it always looks like it's hurting. Like it's like, I I think if I'm a team, I'd be scared to give him anything more than one year or anything that's guaranteed too much. But that's the thing. It's, if you're getting Gronk, you're getting Gronk. Oh, he's
3: playing. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any question. He's been in the building in Tampa, working out multiple times a week, <laughs> according to uh, Arians. And he's throwing out these little comments about Burrow and different places. He would want. It. Why would he be working? Like he was good. He was. He was in the last two years on aggregate. I would say he's been one of the six or seven best tight ends in the league. No question. Oh, yeah. So, and you're getting like a. A Hall of Famer, like the best ever at the position who like, you know, I think there's like an added and you intangible know, to that.
2: And you know he's not going to sign with the Falcons or something. He yeah. will handpick a team that is yeah. right there that was probably in the playoffs last year, and he will slot him in and get the most out of him if he could stay healthy. I want
3: some heat. I want you guys to come at me. Oh, man.
4: All right. All right. <laughs> I will. <laughs> That's I, what I, I, want. I Okay. I was too nice with Ogba. Okay. How about this one? I do really like this guy, and I think he actually is a little bit. Actually, you even say it's a projection. It's DJ Jones. You have him at 35. Okay. I I would actually bump him up even more because I think this guy is – I mean, everyone in that 49ers defensive line gets a bump, and not just for playing with Bosa. It's truly the defensive line coach does a a great job. I wish I knew his name off the top of my head, but he's really good. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, but DJ Jones, though, I, I thought as a run stopper, like did so much. He would take over games against the Titans. He was literally unblockable in that Thursday night game. And when you have a guy in the interior, we're seeing more and more that these interior defensive linemen matter more because more and more defenses are trying to play too high coverages, cover four quarters, uh, cover two. And when that happens, is we're not getting another body in the box, so we need defensive line play to step up, not just the ends, but the interior guys because they have to be stout and not able like hold on to double teams and really like disrupt. So I think a guy like DJ Jones entering his you're, prime. So you're same too thing. nice.
3: D- take you're, that, Greg. Nice. I think that, that is, you're that too was nice. You know. But if anything, that was like I have I I don't I haven't looked at any of these other lists, but I would put money on that I have DJ Jones way higher than any of these lists. Probably. You're just saying push Probably the guy I already kind of like even higher. <laughs> well, <laughs> too much with the receivers. Who, whoever is a an agent though, you should just send your defensive lineman to San Francisco because yes. they put you in a car wash and you come out and you get paid. Arden Key is another guy yes. who like you say the tape is your resume. He looked too good last year to not. Get a decent contract, yeah. and he was a total bust uh with the Raiders. I know.
2: All right, let, I'll come at you a little harder. A little, you have a sick fetish uh for these two players: Jameis Winston, who you have at twenty-three; Teddy Bridgewater, you have at thirty-four. Teddy and it, might be a little. And hot. it's like, <laughs> man, what do we need at this point? With that, we don't need to delve into this because we've talked about this for two straight years. I feel like, what is Teddy showing you on the field in those fourteen games this year that has him at thirty-four? And Andy Dalton, and I know Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton at 101. You're well, really
1: saying well, 101 that- is we just, can a can popular Can we just have your sentence that op- you opened with Teddy Bridgewater? At least you wrote this, Greg. I've written and talked about Bridgewater so many times that even I'm sick of hearing myself. Can we?
2: Buy, <laughs> can we at least, Greg? Can we? Can you throw us a freaking bone here and put him in the
3: back end of the top one? Maybe Does he need your to be argument? In the 30s? It, to me, is for moving Dalton up. Now, one hundred and one, as you guys know, is a special spot. Dalton up. I, that, that and for, Teddy you down. look at cute. a special person to put in that spot, and Dalton, it, Wes, um, I like who I, I miss so much doing this exercise. I, I really feel his absence. I wanted I just kind of wanted Dalton from the beginning in that spot. It just it just felt nice. That part felt. Poetic. Teddy Bridgewater, I I think was like the 18th or 19th best starting quarterback in the NFL last year. And like that positional value matters. You're telling me, okay, well then I'd rather have like the Akeem Hicks or Jerry Hughes on a one year deal. No, I'm saying like he's a starting quarterback that would upgrade a handful of teams' starting quarterback situations. So that And since value. they've
2: been tied together forever since the draft, you have Marcus Mariota at 96, a guy that's been out of the limelight a little bit for a few years, but he shows something when he's flashed with the Raiders. You have him at 96, Maybe and again, Jameis closer, yeah. <laughs> coming off a blown ACL. He's Jameis Winston. We know what we're getting there. I thought his stats were misleading before the injury last year. I didn't think he looked that great. You have them separated by 60-some-odd players. I the The quarterback... Order leaves a lot to be desired for me. I love you, buddy, but that's how I feel. I mean, I
3: I don't want you to love me in this exercise. Uh, I think that's probably fair that there's too much of a gap, but I do think that Jameis and Teddy are, to me, established – you can start games with them and maybe you're not that excited. <laughs> and win I think forty five percent of them. games. I think Jameis still has a higher ceiling than the rest of this crew by a decent amount. Like I don't think there's that much difference between Jameis and a Kirk Cousins who would be available when you, especially when you consider the price tag and the draft pick that would have cost to get Cousins. Oh, oh, yeah. I think Jameis Nate's is going to be a former the quarterback. starter. settle I've, the Teddy and Teddy thing for I, us. I'd or rather James. I'd rather have
4: Jameis because he actually like I love Teddy because but that's the thing is like we all know what Teddy is. Because he's a great guy. Yeah, well that too. But, no, but yeah. you
3: think he <laughs> offers value as a quarterback,
4: don't you? What Teddy is you watch him play, you know exactly he's gonna do the right thing, but then it's after that. It's like if goes oh sorry, if stuff if stuff doesn't if stuff goes south, what can he do from there? And that's where Teddy's like, Oh God. Jameis at least has adds a little excitement when those moments happen because sometimes it's great and you can create something, and then sometimes it's like, oh my God, what'd you just do? <laughs> so at least I'll have that, like a little bit more upside with Jameis. There's a huge middle
2: class of quarterbacks in the league right now, and I, I guess I think they're all kind of in the same area and the list should dictate that as that, well
3: that's fair it's yeah. very hard positional value is where i struggle the most don't crack like, me up at 101 though like that yeah it felt I right we know why you did that <laughs> it felt right it was, you know, he'll stay there and th- we have a thing like when all the tag players get yeah. taken off the list or when newly cut guys get added Dalton stays at one to one no matter what. He's Mr. Not, Rowe. But... We will not Well, and the him. best thing you did, because we had the Dalton scale for years, where yes.
1: if he's your starter, like you need to probably find a new starter. Yep. But now it's if he's your backup quarterback, you need to find a new QB2, you wrote. I think that's—we've re- well, re-done yeah, if, the Dalton if, scale. If, you,
3: if it's worse than Dalton, <laughs> yeah. then you need a new backup. Because <laughs> yeah. you should just yeah. go Dalton. get Dalton.
0: <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring—
2: All right, not on my team, okay? Well, I've already established James, and w- James Winston, not on my team. This doesn't mean that I don't think they're good players or good people, but like, I just don't need my team getting into mm. business with Odell Beckham, where you have him. Uh, where is Beckham on this list? I believe he's in the top 25. 18 or something? Hold on. Um, coming off a second ACL tear on the same knee. um Mercurial guy who who found a niche there with the Rams and really performed for them, and it was a bummer how his season ended in the Super Bowl. But I don't know, a a 30-something Odell coming off back-to-back reconstructive knee surgeries if I'm paying a lot of money for that guy. And then, Mark, your, your favorite, my longtime nemesis for whatever reason, Jadavian Clowney. Somebody else can pay you, and Clowney, and then write all the puff pieces in August about how he's a force. I mean, I don't know. Browns <laughs> got great value. Somebody I else can read right. those stories. I don't stories. know who
1: needs to be writing a puff piece about him. at this It happens point, every summer, and it will happen again him. this year. But he who, actually was very—he was—he was, he was like, a great value who, for, for the Cleveland. For it was a nice paid. signing.
0: But, but I just I don't get, need to get, read it anymore. But
1: I think, what you talk, especially when you talk about, like, <laughs> Odell, he's got to go back to the Rams or the whole thing. It seems like the Rams players are saying, bring back
3: Von Miller, bring back Odell. Yeah. He, you found the fit. I don't want Odell going somewhere else. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I, I think there's a value in signing these guys coming off of ACLs at a slight distance. If I was a GM, that would be my, my uh, money ball. I would just sign tons of guys coming mm-hmm. off of torn ACLs. That's what Chip did. For a long time. Yeah. They kind of <laughs> tried that in San Francisco with their drafting, and it mostly didn't work. Yeah. Uh, but sign guys because they're at this discount value and sign Odell for three years. And years two and three, he's going to be at worst a good wide receiver too, which if you look at this Unless market he quits on the
2: team and forces. If you look at
3: this market, yeah. it's like those are really hard to find in free agency. Like Mike Williams is seventh on this list, I think, in part just because there aren't any yeah. good receivers. And I don't even think he's necessarily like a true wide receiver one. So sign up Odell. I get
4: okay. it. Yeah, I mean you have Gallup up here as well. He's like what, 27? I like Gallup. I think I I'd would much sign up rather have Michael Gallup yeah. come yeah, out and of that, And that yeah that's exactly what I was gonna get at is that the would you rather pay Gallup, who's younger? Not, uh, he's also coming off an ACL. Just one, though, as opposed to two, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and, and also, yeah, you're younger. I'd rather he's play Odell Beckham because he's Odell Beckham. Interesting. there's uh, an extra element to that,
1: though, which I think I we're say, ignoring to some degree. For,
2: and you know, I've gotten on Odell on, on this podcast. What he did put together down the stretch, he looked special before he blew out his knee. That yep. was like, oh, that's the guy. Yep. Well, I don't know where he's been for much of the last couple of years, but he's still there. And then the fates intervene and his knee blows out. And now there's question marks around him again. Just
3: um, Look at Odo Beckham Senior's
1: video. That's crazy. Yes. Well, I just don't. I just don't like. I don't want him to go to the Detroit Lions and see where we are. You know, a calendar year from now. There are a it. lot of these receivers that are
3: available that are boomer bust. Uh, Fuller is another one. Your yes, guy. He sort of Will fell Fuller. off the face yeah. of the NFL, but he's back out there. And that this is the year to go get him. You want to get like the post type year. He was expensive last year. Yep. Now you want to get him when he's like at a total low and his career might end.
1: Is <laughs> like Randy Gregory jumps out as a boomer bust for me because yeah. it's like a lot of that. His story is the. Jerry Jones, having faith in him and seeing through all sorts of off-the-field stuff and, and injuries, too. It's like, does someone else go give him a big contract? I don't know about that one. I mean, mm-hmm. if you get the best version of him, you're good.
4: Yeah. No, and that, that that's the same thing with OBJ. It was that when he goes to the Rams, that you could tell for weeks, they're like, all right, how do we use this guy? Like, they were trying to figure out what, what worked for him. And same with, like, uh, so a lot of guys, a lot of free agents, and it's different from the NBA in a sense. NFL, it's a lot of the guys just sign with the highest bidder. Really, their agents go, hey. Hey, guess what? You're a Packer now. Like, it's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm a Packer now. And like, that's really some of these guys. And I think a lot of these receivers that we've talked about. It's like, hey, really, really dive into what situation you're getting into. Like Allen Robinson. It's like, hey, when he went with the Bears, like, yes, I guess he's the highest bidder. You want to get paid, and if it's a short career, it's like, hey, be a little more choosy. I I can see it
2: as time passes, it becoming more like the NBA, the salary cap is higher, there's more flexibility, more teams in the mix, and these players can really find, because I don't think Odell, his career is revitalized unless he goes in that exact spot and Robert Woods blows out his ACL and that creates a path for him. I just want to throw out one more guy I love because we've talked about Allen Robinson, who maybe I don't love, but I like him as a bounce back. We mentioned Gronk, we mentioned Gallup. The other one is Honey Badger, which you have at number eleven. Put that guy on my team. Maybe I don't know you, Nate. You have a better eye on this. I don't know where his skill set is. Is, is. has it eroded in recent seasons? But he's still a leader, and the type of guy that
4: knows how to run a team and run a defense. And that's what it is. It, and I, I think Greg nailed it on the head that like that system that he's playing with with Spags is like perfect for him because he gets to kind of freelance. He's a free. He's very heady sometimes you get bad situations because he thinks he's a read something and then actually it screws over the team. I think with him is he was picking and choosing his spots this past year. I'm not like knocking him. He's a super competitive guy, but there was times where it was like, all right, let's get the playoff started. Like I, I'm not tack- mm. I'm not tackling Jamar chase right now. Like I, I'm good. You know, let's wait, wait mm. till the
3: playoffs start. But, that I might have to his, do with being in a contract year too. Correct. Which uh, he, he tweeted have, about roughly twice a week. He's very aware. Like, yeah. He's <laughs>
4: very aware. That, that's another thing with these players. They're so much more aware of like the they, they talk more. They, they it's just the age we live in. Everyone's more aware of everything now. And I think the same with these players, the same thing. He goes, We have seventeen games now. I know we got Patrick Mahomes. We're going we're we're gonna go up for a playoff mm-hmm. right? I'm good tackling these guys in week seventeen. The other boom and bust I want to bring, and I think this is the epitome of a boom and bus guy is Trent Brown. And, yeah. and I think you nailed it. You have him at 44, which I think is perfect because he can be, like you said, he's a Pro Bowl field-tilting talent if he's healthy, if he's motivated. And that's a exactly, that's boom bust. He was so
3: gets. good when he oh my God. came on to the Patriots last year. But yep. you had to wait 10 games for him to get there, and then he didn't make it to the end. So yep. you're not really sure what to do with that. But he was like – their season kind of changed when Trent Brown showed up. He was one of the most valuable players on that team. Yep,
4: uh, You don't get – and again, tackles in certain positions, these premium positions, you don't see guys on the market. And it's like this guy, he already went on the market and we saw what happened <laughs> uh, with Vegas, with the Raiders. And it's like, okay, if this, if this guy is motivated and stuff, it's like, okay, you can get a nice price on him. But that's the thing is he's going to want a big price because he kind of probably knows that upscale that he is. As well. I'm glad
3: you mentioned Honey Badger, though, because during this exercise, I had him lower initially. And then I was just like looking at stuff and I was thinking about how, how many times has he been on this list? And it, it this will be the third third, third time yeah. because he signed with the Texans, he signed with the Chiefs, and, and here's another. And he's somehow going to get a third monster contract because he got that one early from yeah. Arizona as like an undersized, came into the league as 5'9", 174 safety. Like that is harder to do than becoming a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like get three monster contracts as a safety and transform the team's that you're on and that every coach talks about you as this just incredible figure that they would stand on the table for. And while I'm researching this, I I find these tweets and all those articles that Wes used to wrote, mm-hmm. write about him. And he loved Honey Badger, I think, more than maybe any player in the entire league, at least back in like 2015, 2016, when, when he was on the Cardinals and wrote – all and I found these great articles and I linked to it if you check it out uh, on the free agent articles. It's NFL.com slash top 101. Uh, all these articles he had written about Honey Badger and then I remembered like how Honey Badger was so thoughtful to like wish Wes the best while he was sick. And after Mm -hmm. he passed, um, had a nice comment for Keisha and stuff. And just something about all that. I was like hearing Wes very, very much in my soul. And it's like, all right, I'm shooting him up the list. I (laughs) got to put put him a a little higher. I got to put him higher.
2: (laughs) I will not quibble. Hey, a few more minutes. And (laughs) And there's a
3: million safeties, by the way. I just want to point that out. Marcus Williams is another good one. Jesse Bates, there are a million good safeties available if you need Quandre Diggs, Marcus May, J. Ron Kirst, Deshaun Elliott, Justin Reed, who I really like. Like, There's a lot.
2: Terrible time if you're Marcus May tearing that Achilles, but he is a good underrated player. Nate, uh, can you empty out your notes app? Is there anybody Ooh. else you want to throw out there before we um,
4: The other one, the random one is uh, B.J. Hill. Uh, I, for whatever reason, I, I focus on <laughs> offensive skill guys usually, and all I bring up right now is defense and offensive <laughs> <laughs> linemen. But uh, B.J. Hill, uh, he, he was traded from the Giants to to the Bengals this past year. And this night it's not a star or anything, but just a good solid piece. And again, when you when we're talking about these defensive linemen, just trying to find these role players, and that that's what it really is, especially defense now. It's like your it's best like, free agent sometimes. Yeah, it, it really is. And it's these guys, you know, okay, you get the splash receiver, you get the splash, you know, skill guy, corner. He was whatever.
3: better than Ogan When Ogan got yes. hurt, they actually I don't they could have had, used both. But he was better than
4: he him. It was. He was just uh, the the term I always use. And Robert, Robert, Robert Mays, my co-host always makes fun of rugged. And like, that's what he is, though. And it's like that's you need those guys. And sometimes these free agent guys are the ones that are like, you know, splashy star types. And this guy is more like, OK, this is the launch pill guy. And, and I think that matters sometimes if you're truly like, OK, we got to help our defense. All right. We're going from below average D tackle, just a D tackle to above average that's still like a couple tiers of improvement and I think that's what BJ Hill like, would provide for somebody. Well Dan and
3: I we keep talking about like what the hell happened in the second half of that Chiefs game. I still can't get over it. Chiefs Spangles. Oh, but God. part of what happened was Patrick Mahomes uh, threw a ball and BJ Hill 320 pounds uh, caught it when it went right into his chest essentially yep. and that, that was part of what happened. Do, you, do you have an answer back. by the way?
4: What happened? What happened? I, did, I did a Twitch stream on it. Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Nate underscore Tyus. Wow. So, yeah you see that? Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Right, I was taking out for you Jeremy, you, you did the URL. That was, yeah. that was perfect. You nailed it. Uh, so on, when I watched that game, it, it, it truly is a tale of two halves. Like, and it's the first half. It was you can't stop this guy. Like, you can't stop this. But offense. how, Nate? The defense on the <laughs> second half, they dropped. They dropped eight. And when a defense drops eight, the ways to beat it is run the ball. And the Chiefs got away from that. And the other way is beat them over the top. And the Chiefs just kept running quick game, short stuff, because that's what they thought they were going to be facing against the entire game. They're like, oh, we'll just hit them underneath. I hit them underneath. Tyreek the Hill running run run with one run for a score just like we did the week before so they kept doing it and they just didn't adjust and so there's Mahomes mm-hmm. just going like little like bit just, on Andy yeah, Reid there yeah, it, a yeah. little bit it was a little bit on the play calling it, it, it blew my mind you watch the game you can tell they're just like but how is it, this the right play
2: but here's the thing no one Nate, adjusted. and you've been on sidelines like these guys are football savants they yep. know the sport they see what's happening like how are they not noticing that and adapting at that on that stage with, yep. the, with tight their butts. pedigree? Tight butts. But yep, this is a, a Super bit. Bowl champion team, coach, coaching staff, quarterback. Been to the Super Bowl two straight years.
4: I it will. I mean, that one was another one mysteries. tight butt situation it, of all time. It really was, and, and so it was, up there, it really was because Mahomes even t- like when they got to the red zone, they were going to score to try and win the game. They ended up kicking the field goal. It was just like they took turns screwing up. Like one guy's wild. Like like Kelsey ran into uh, <laughs> like Kelsey Adlib and ran into his teammate. Like Orlando Brown just whiffs on Trey Hendrickson. Like they just took turns. Like just
3: airballing. It was just sports. we've got enough Top team
1: classic sports
2: are hard sport. Mark, you have anything else before we uh, sign off?
1: Um, no. I a few of the boober Bus guys. I I don't trust Juju Smith Schuster in the wrong offense
3: on any level. Well, he's pretty uh, low. He's, he's I know, but it's that's
2: Greg agreeing with you basically. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah.
3: Uh, I'm concerned. Although because I actually kind of like him. This again, it's like the year after the year. I'm just yeah, like, he let's like go to the player. go to the Jaguars and let's see what happens. I well, would like know. to see
2: him when Ben Roethlisberger at 700 years old isn't throwing to him, but I he's right. maybe not an explosive he's guy. He's own. not. Yeah. He's
3: not. He's like a t- tough, like Derek Mason type of guy. This, okay. guy's your, Mason, this guy's low on your. This guy's
1: very low on your list, Greg. And I thought maybe because his peaks are a little higher, but I'm with you that I don't trust him at all. And there's a lot of Heat about resigning him. David Njoku. He looks great, um, but it's like he vanishes for weeks yeah, at a yeah. time, and then he'll do something that like is incredible,
3: and you understand who he is. But I don't see him as an extension or a resign. I had him out right. of the top 100 at first, and yeah, oh, uh, wow. our editor Ali was like, uh, um, "When when he saw where he is, like, what is he, 80 or 94? 90 He's way down." I was there. just like. I hate those guys that, like, five plays a year, you're like, that guy is uh, amazing, yeah. and well, that's that's it. And, and then it, we've a, seen enough. A I big, don't know.
2: Speaking of free agency and why it's so hard, Cleveland paid Austin Hooper a uh, top dollar in the market a couple right. of years ago, and that hasn't quite panned out. But Njoku seems to have a higher
3: ceiling. I do yeah. want to throw out a couple uh, names just before we go. Stefan Gilmore, to me, is like, a fascinating strange player. guy I have no idea what's gonna happen there what do you what do you think of him right now
4: I'm the same way like you're right up on it it was exactly how I feel it's like I this two years ago this guy was a defensive player of the year and he can play the hardest do the hardest thing in the league which is play man coverage and actually like do it well and then like the trade happens and everything that happens with it it's just it's bizarre it really I is think bizarre. he got
3: caught in a little bit of an Allen Robinson situation yeah. he was wanting the big contract never got it from New England yeah. and then started like preserving his body and funny business happening there and then like he was still kind of doing it when he went to Carolina. They they always supported him publicly, but they only played him 30 snaps a game. Yeah. And then he sat out the last two That's weeks. That's not so, what
2: they traded for. Right, it yeah. was, right.
3: And they only had to give up a six-round pick. So he was a value add. And he looked pretty good in those. I actually went back and watched him he's because fine. he was yeah. like the one guy I didn't know what to think about. But I don't know if he was, you know, 2019 Gilmore by any stretch. So yeah. he, he's a mystery to me. One of the guys I got some feedback on was Sherf, Brandon Sherf, who's who did the Kirk Cousins thing where he actually made more money getting these one-year tag. franchise tag deals by not signing with Washington. He's, I think he's made as much money as any guard in the league over the last three years, and now he's finally a free agent. And there's some talk that his body is kind of breaking down in a yeah. way unlike Armstead where it's just like this guy might be falling off a cliff. So I would put him a little lower in 2.0. All I right. do have so, some guys I love, though. Rashad Penny. You know, let it rip. Rashad Ra- Penny. Rashad yeah. Penny. He he was like Derrick Henry down the stretch. Yeah, but he's always hurt. I know, but like (laughs) Like literally, he's gonna be so cheap. Yeah, and I know Pete Carroll said they want. They would like to bring him back, right? I'm sure they would, and I just can't imagine many people are gonna like try to pay him. And I don't know. I would just see if you could catch lightning in a bottle because like that was something that happened. Yeah, he was freaking amazing. You're gonna get 37 carries, but they're awesome. No, but that five game (laughs) stretch was unlike anything he'd ever showed in his entire career. (laughs) That's mean, but and uh... so maybe you get a year of that. And like where yeah. he's like a pro bowler, I feel like that's on the table.
2: How about Hassan Reddick at thirty? By the way, oh, 23 and a half sacks over the past two years playing a premium position, and here he is on this list again.
4: That that one, I that actually I had no idea that he was a free agent this year. <laughs>
1: so I, I, I feel like every is time I watch him? a game with Hassan Reddick, he's doing mm-hmm. something crazy. It's true.
4: It. It's just that he's undersized, so, and that's like that only. That's the biggest knock on him is that like okay, he doesn't quote-unquote, hold up against Iran, run. But it's, the thing is, he gets sacks. It's a passing league. <laughs> right. Like, he's the, kind of one of those guys thing. that doesn't
3: have a ton of pressures and like has yeah. converted a ton into sacks. And so maybe I should have him a little lower. Uh, I Getting the look from Mark that he's ready to go, I feel yeah, like. Okay. That I, I am, feel like that, yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like that. But I am, Carlton I, I, Davis. This episode is not centered around love, me. I'm just sitting here in a chair. Like, <laughs> I love me some Carlton Davis. I think Davis. he's <laughs> going to get paid so much. He's in my top ten. Uh, from the Bucs, I feel like he could be amazing. O.J. Howard, I would take yeah. a flyer on. I feel like you got okay, through yeah. that Achilles tear and a waste of a year last year. Dalton Schultz, I don't think the Cowboys will let him go. No. And if for some reason J.C. Jackson does get out there, like he is the real deal. He I is. think he improves so Why, much What are the every Patriots year? doing if they let him go? I In, would, Bill Belichick's turning 70. How about keep a great cornerback? <laughs> never know with Bill. I would think they'll franchise tag him just because is, they're not going to want to pay him Sixty million guaranteed yeah. or a hundred million dollar contract, which is, I think, what he would get on the open market. So they'll franchise. Here's that.
2: here's what you, the only thing I will say that you messed up and blew it. Dalton should 50,
3: be fifty through one hundred.
2: Dalton should be sixty eight. Teddy should be sixty seven, and the one hundred and one, and it's right there for you, Greggy. Gino Smith at one hundred and one <laughs> would have been. Haven't you well, you've done kiss. that
3: before? I, I have, yeah. like years ago. Gina was one of Is it because
2: of the DUI? You're a little disappointed? A little in disappointed I
3: at think all, yeah. I boxed myself into a corner here with the way I did the quarterbacks. I should have put Teddy in the 60s. You're right. Yeah. Maybe. The, Mariota. Yeah. Mariota. and Dol- There were just so many. There's Jacoby Brissett's out there. Tyrod's out there. Trubisky didn't even make my one and one, yeah, and I'm hearing true. he might get like a monster contract. I don't want to hear about this Trubisky stuff like, anyone. Anyway. It's just the most tiresome angle of the entire offseason. People, just, of people like you, Nate Tice, don't want to back off their old draft takes. And no, so like, if really, they like, like you, like, you didn't Trubisky, like yeah. no, no, I'm saying don't do that to the
1: journeyman. No, no, no. I know. What I'm trying to say is hey, scouts,
3: fuck you Greg, yeah. <laughs> scouts. Once they have a take, they believe in it forever. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, so no, it's like, down. hey, that six games at UNC, that's way more important than the 50 games actually in the NFL. I can't
4: believe, like, the the, the hoopla that's happening this week about him is, like, blowing right. my mind. So that was like, what
1: happened. I think it's, it's one really. of those things that a small group of people are doing it to trick and see who else falls for it. They're just messing with us. Yeah. Uh, God, he's
3: also—well, I don't even want to get into it. Oh. I have another dark theory about it, that I'm not going to do it because it would offend people. But the, Gino got banged. I mean, now you have to. You <laughs> yeah, know, no. I mean, that's just Gino got dark, banged by. uh dark. Theory. I didn't want to put <laughs> all these backups on yeah. the list. Like it's Cam a is a free agent, strategy. by the way. Cam's a free Cam agent. Cam would have been a great 101. Cam would have been a good one. Way better, um, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I went through the other but Cam one. 2.0. You've got 2.0. Even, 2.0. even Trevor going. Simeon and Josh Johnson feel like they actually deserve contracts at this Josh point. Josh Johnson. No, li- XFL is coming back. Josh, Josh, Josh Johnson in the snaps he took last year was quite good. It was entertaining.
2: Teddy Bridgewater, 34. Cam Newton not on the list. Okay, I got to. That's it. Well, <laughs> Nate, you said it all. <laughs> you said it all. And you could check out Nate on Twitter at Nate underscore Tice. Very nice, the underscore. Don't yeah. get thrown off by it. It's not a hyphen. It's an underscore. Correct. Check him out on the athletic football show. And, uh, buddy, you nailed it. You will not be hit it or quit it. We want to get into a committed relationship. With oh,
4: I can I'm <laughs> honored. I'll make sure the Wi-Fi is plugged in. No longer Wi-Fi. We'll be a wired. We'd like you to hardwire in. Yeah, yeah. wire connection possible. just for
2: you guys. I appreciate that. All right, everybody, have a great weekend, Greg. Do you have any final thoughts? And this is your stage.
3: Not is it?
2: Yeah, more broad thoughts about the list, and uh was like, your place in the world. Things? I like the Mister Irrelevant um, thing. Though. Overarching. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I did not. <laughs> Thank you, Erica. All
2: right, up. everybody, have a great weekend. We'll be back with, in L.A. with uh, more fun next week. Until then, you know
5: what you got to do. Pizza the call.